Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Carmex Lip Balm. I heard that chapstick puts broken glass in their lip balm, so you always have to get more chapstick. It's probably not true, but I still tell everyone. It's an interesting thing to say when people are starting to get bored of me. Thanks for coming back to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Thanks for being the friend that someone told. Thanks for telling the friend that was told about it. Someone asked me, they're like, what podcast do you listen to? What do you recommend? And I said, oh, well, my own podcast, The Anecdotal Experience. And then they said, what other ones? I didn't tell them any other podcasts. Our guest today is Joe Shelby. Joe Shelby is a comedian. Go to joeshelby.com if you want to see him sometime. Man, he's funny. And this is good. We talk about um, you got to change your life. You can't expect your life to change if you're not putting forth any effort. If you're bummed out, if you're depressed, and you just don't change your life, and you're just hoping things will get better, what are you doing? Change it. You can do it. We love you. We want you to get better. Let's do this episode. That's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah. She'll come out. She, yeah, she'll dig her claws into you, though. I'm just letting you know. Or she'll, like, yeah. She likes to do this thing. Yeah. She thinks you're her son. (laughs) She'll lick you. She'll, like, scratch you. Yeah. But, yeah. That scratching doesn't feel that good. No. It's just, it's not even scratching. It's just, like, retracting and then putting claws into you. Yeah. You don't want it. Nah. Yeah. She's a good cat, though. No, she's awesome. Yeah. Love of my life. <laughs> Only woman I've ever loved. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. All right. Dude, you got to tell me what you told me in the car about you wearing a t-shirt in All front right. of the... Yeah. So, you you moved to LA and you're trying to... Wait, why'd you move to LA? What's the goal? I guess just to do comedy, you know, like... For a career, like you have to have TV credits. Yeah, you have to be in something else. Like you can't just make it as a stand-up anymore. Okay. There's not enough, not enough money. Right. So it's you want to like, be a TV guy? I just yeah, I want to do both, like stand-up and TV. Just like be, yeah, have a like have a career. Only do like acting and creative things. You know. Right. Who do you want to be? Just me. Just trying to do my like just my own to be thing. Shelby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But okay, a means to the end though. You're like I'm doing. I'm only doing TV or like writing or anything just so I can do stand-up comedy and it can be my life. Basically. Is that it? Yeah. But I also think like you have one thing and then it like grows, you know, and it builds like, yeah, like so far, like, yeah, I've been on like small little things, been doing stand-up for 12 years. I've wrote this book and like none of the shit has ever really went anywhere. Like, no, like I had like, 30 people read this book and it's right. like, I don't even know if they read it. They bought it. And I'm like, all right, well it fucking took me like two years to write this book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, if I was on TV, then I probably would have had like a million people read this book. Right. You got to keep it. You got to get the platform. Yeah. That's right. what it's all about, dude. Yeah. That's what it is right now. Build, build the platform. That's dude. That's the business. That's my business model. Build the platform, monetize later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Think Twitter. Right. 
Twitter, still not making money. Right. Just building a platform. When they monetize, game over. Right. Rich as fuck. Yeah. Fuck you, money. <laughs> That's the goal, yeah. Yeah. Get some money. So, dude, you trying to live on the beach? It would be sweet. Venice would be sweet. That would be tight, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah living downtown, that's pretty sweet too. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's culture there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can see anything. Like the craziest shit. There's also like good art. It's got everything. Yeah. But I guess Venice is the same way, except there's a beach. There's a lot of crazy fucks. Yeah, there's in a Venice. lot of crazy fucks though. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, everywhere, man. Yeah. It's yeah. LA. It's warm. Right. It's, it's the nice place. place to be a crazy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Right. That's the whole town. Yeah. How was, how was your experience moving there? It was weird. So like I moved there in my van uh, and I would just kind of hang out. I what would kind go, of like, van? I bought a, oh, I don't even remember, 50, like a 1500 line. Oh, Chevy, like a like, work van. Not like a work van. It was like a family, I don't even know how to explain it. Like a, it's a, it was a nice van. Like it had like interior lighting and had carpeting. I took all the seats out. I built a oh, bed. Oh, like a conversion van. Conversion van. van. Yeah, With yeah. Its, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. How much did you buy that for? Dude, I got ripped on that. You did? Yeah. I bought it for like seven grand. Okay. I think it was probably only worth like four, five grand. Yeah. But And you drove that out? Yeah. Nice. Like I just saw it and I was like, that's the van. Like I'd been looking for them. Yeah. And it was kind of like low on miles. And I was like, I just liked it. And I was like, dude, I don't care. I'm buying Fell this van. love. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Okay. So then your plan moving to LA is I'm going to be a van guy. It wasn't even like to at first LA. At first, it was just like I'm gonna move in this van. Like I was, I was living here. It, it wasn't going like badly, but I was also just kind of like done being here. I'm like I've done everything I can. I gotta shake it up. Yeah, you, you know? gotta fresh try anything else. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna go. Like Denver was on the list. Like Utah was on the list. Yeah. Yeah. LA was on there. I wanted to go to San Fran, Portland, Seattle. Like yeah, I wanted to see America. Basically, I just wanted. to drive around yeah, do, man. do comedy meet people yeah have and, an experience yeah yeah man so then i drove yeah me and my buddy stick we drove out to like denver and then we partied there with a guy for like a while so you had no intention of moving to la you're like let's just see where this conversion like game, van takes it was us. like it was like land in la all right but like it wasn't like i'm gonna be there I, it wasn't like i have to be there tomorrow it was like i'll be there in five years or okay like, just float around until tentative yeah, yeah it didn't even you. have to be la like if i would have found another place like i would, I would like like reno i'm like oh, that's, reno's great I'm yeah, like, you just you know fall in love with reno you're yeah. like yeah okay i guess reno is my home yeah i'm like all right yeah. i never thought i'd be in reno but that's let's a, do it that's cool man that's like a cool place to be when you're like you know what let's just see some stuff yeah and maybe find something that's see what amazing. happens yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Reno. Yeah. It's not Reno. It's never Reno. Don't it, even go to Reno. I, you know, my brother was almost born in Reno. It could have been terrible. That would have been bad. It's, I've heard it's like one of the worst places. Dude, I, Tahoe's awesome, but like Reno's like right there. It's like, oh, just yeah. hang out in Tahoe, dude. Reno. Oh, Have you just, been? Yeah. Really? You, yeah. Why'd you, did you, why'd you go there? I was in Tahoe, so I was like, well, Reno's right here. It's like 40 minutes away. I'm just going to drive there and see how it is. It was stupid. Oh, you, it's just cigarette smoke and old people. Is it? Yeah. You tried, man. It's like bad Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, like poor Vegas. Yeah. Like when you ran out of money at Vegas, you right. see what you can get going on in Reno. <laughs> right, right. Turn into like a prostitute or something. You're like, well, whatever. A prostitute in Reno. Whoa. That's bad. That's Yikes. how you know it's rock bottom. Yeah. 
That's it. Yeah. Heroin. Right. Do uh, it. Right. Get so over it. it. Yeah. That's cool, though, because you could have met the love of your life in Reno, man. That's what I was banking on. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> I know she's out there. Yeah. In Reno. You got to go back. I'm on it. I'm on. Can I come? Yeah. I don't want to come. <laughs> I don't. I'm it's out. terrible. Was that on the... Wait, you went to Reno on the trip out? No, I went there uh, last year for Thanksgiving. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Why? I went with my girlfriend because we were like, we're not going to come all the way back to Cincinnati because it's like for a weekend, it's going to cost like a thousand dollars, you yeah. know, like flying and stuff. I was like, she was like, let's go to Tahoe. And I was like, all right. And then we went. Got it. And we were like, what about this other place? It's like the most beautiful place. And then adjacent to the worst place. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't love Reno. No. Where else you go when you were on your way out? Uh, so yeah, we, we drove pretty much straight shot, like all nighter to Denver. Like we would take turns, like I would drive, he would sleep in the bed Yeah. and then we'd switch. And then, uh, we made it out, stayed with my buddy for a couple of days, went to like Red Rocks. Yeah. Did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did everything in Denver. And I was like, all right, dude. And then I'm going to, I started hitting national parks up. Like I stayed in Utah for a couple of days, like Moab, uh, Did you hit Zion. Zion. Yeah. Dude. Zion was sweet. Yeah, that's like when I moved to LA, we did the Zion trip. I think it's a pretty typical thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude, beautiful, Utah's man. beautiful. Yeah, I really like it. Utah gets a bad rap. Yeah, everybody thinks it sucks, but it's like, dude, it's really like a yeah. breathtaking place. It, even like it's it's desolate in places, but the desolation is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why it's awesome. Yeah. It's just desert and but then you also you got mountains. Yeah. Utah's tight, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the the rocks and stuff, like the way they are shaped, it's almost just like fake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some of the arches and stuff are just like, holy shit, how'd you guys do that? Or God, God. how'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> See? Thank you, God. Exactly. Yeah. Mormon God. Right. Yeah. yeah whoever. He built all of it. them. They all came together and built Utah. Yeah. It's weird because we're from here. This is going to sound dumb to people in Utah, but we're from here. We do not see crazy ass rocks here. No, dude. It's such a different topography and it makes you feel like you're in a dream. Yeah. You know? I kept saying it was kind of like, uh, like, like you're at Wiley Coyote's house. Yeah. Or like in the Looney Tunes or something. It's just like you see that stuff where they're like throwing that little cliff like that. And you're like, that's not real. But it's Utah. It's based on a place. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's, and that's like part of the reason you bailed from here. You're just like, you know what? There, that's why you should travel. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's important. It makes you grow and like, yeah, appreciate where you come from, but also appreciate everything else that's out there. Like, yeah. Cause how do you know what's out there until you go out there? You don't, man. I know. Like I was in China recently. For real? Yeah. And I, I just went because I was like, let's just go. Let's go somewhere else yeah. where no one knows who the hell I am. Yeah. Like, what is China? It's no one knows. You yeah. go over there and you're just like, no one knows what's going And there's, it's insane. It's a completely different place. And you realize how small you are and how just tiny and completely in your own world you are yeah. in Cincinnati. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't matter at all. Right. None of these people know anyone I know or anything. Yeah. And everything's completely different here. And everything I thought mattered back here doesn't matter at all to these people. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't know much about China. Like, you know, the Great Wall. Yep. You know, fortune cookies because you yep. have Chinese restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then you hear about like the shitty labor. Yeah. 
and there's then, like that. Yeah, and that's all people know. And communism, and that's like, and like, like half those things. No, three of those four things you said, not even true. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, but that's just what we're like programmed to think about it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but yeah, so it's it's important to just like shed some light. Yeah, on your glow. Yeah, I remember when I was like five, and like we would, my dad, we'd be like driving home from work, and like we'd always take the same route. You know, you go down princeton road and you turn left on yeah. butler warren road but i'm like dude what happens if you go straight dude what if you don't turn dude what's that street like there's people there I there know. are trees yeah there are cars there yeah. are homes we haven't seen them i know and i was like dude let's check dude. out these other streets do you like getting lost yeah kind of oh, i love getting lost. it's so cool yeah dude i went i lived here for two years I got lost on the west side one time just because I took a, I thought I was taking a shortcut. I got lost and I'm like, look at all this stuff. <laughs> look at all these people that I've yeah. never seen before. I live like six miles from here and I have no idea where I am. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Dude, it's, that's my favorite question anyone's ever asked. What? Anyone. Do you like getting lost? Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like in cities and stuff. Yeah. I'll just, I'll go and I'll just walk. Right. I'll walk to like the not touristy places and I'll just be like, ah, man, this is like a soccer field. Yeah. It's kids having a life, like parents watching their kids. Right. Me watching their kids play soccer. Yeah. I should go. Even at like restaurants, like if there's like, if you go to a restaurant, it's like, you know, all these items on the, all the menus, all items on the menu. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I could get the cheeseburger. I could get the pizza. Yeah. But I've had that. Like, what's this shiitake mushroom all about? Like you Mm -hmm. gotta, I like just trying new shit all the time. When in Just Rome. so I can be like, all right, I don't like that thing. Or I don't need to go to Reno, you know? Right. And that's what it, any, like, if you go to, if you have eaten at a Chili's within the last year, you're yeah. dying, man. Yeah. You're dying. Yeah. Everyone knows what Chili's is about. <laughs> right. Do something different. Right. That's, yeah. No, I feel, I feel the same way, man. Yeah. Discovery, dude. Yeah. That's what Cincinnati was for me, though. It was like every week it was like, let's go to Chili's. And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, dude. I'm sick of chilies. Yeah. You're a curious guy, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, dude, fucking, yeah, get out there. The world's terrifying, though. Yeah. That's the other side of the coin. Totally. You yeah, know? you're in a place you don't know anybody. Spooky. Yeah. How was, when you were, so when you finally settled down in LA, was it lonely? Or did you have homeboys? I don't know. It's like I knew a bunch of comedians from like being at the club all the time. Yeah. But like... I wasn't really trying to like hang out with them. I mean, I was, but I was also like, I wanted to explore LA. Like I would always hang out. Like I had to find a place to sleep. Yeah. So I was like, I would, I'd sleep in different spots and I would always go like hiking, you know, grab coffee. Yeah. I had a gym membership. So I just like take a dump. Right. Or shower. Yeah. Hopefully sometimes work out. Yeah. And then just like, uh, you know, like get guacamole and just like eat just like very cheap, but like healthy foods. Yeah. But I was, I mainly just kept to myself. Like I mainly was just like, okay, but are you, I'm, I'm a, I'm a loner, but that to me, I would be lonely if I were you eating guacamole, taking shits in a, but that would, to me was like the happiest time. I was just like, I would, yeah, get my day started, get a coffee, go to this mountain, just get high, walk around and then just kind of like, like, yeah, talk to myself and just be like, I don't know, try to make sense of stuff. Were you processing a lot of shit at the time or were you just were you pretty, are you in a good space? 
it was a good space. I was I was writing a book at the time, but I was also just like, I don't know, like I'm I'm 31 and like I filed bankruptcy and some shit when I was like 27. Yeah. 28, I don't know, something like that. And like my parents lost their house. So I was like processing stuff, but I was also like free. Explain. I don't know. Like it was just like, I didn't, there, all the all the weight of the world was gone at that point. Cause it was just like. The debt was gone. Yeah. Okay. Or just all the bullshit, just like worries and stuff. I was like, I'm out here. No one's bothering me. It's just like, no one's calling me. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you really, by moving to L.A., you were able to escape the burden of, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you move away, and it's like, dude, you still got problems. Right. But when you moved, you really felt like, okay, the burden's lifted. Yeah, yeah. It's all me. Yeah. This is a relief. Yeah. Yeah, I had, like, goals in mind. I was like, yeah, I want to do stand-up. I want to act. I want to write this thing. And uh, so I would try to, like, do a little bit every day as I, like, learn the city at the same time. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. But like when I was here, I was just like doing drugs and partying. Mm-hmm. And then out there, I was like, I never drank. Like I never did anything. Yeah. It's just like, because you have to like, when the sun comes just up. Just weed on the mountain. Yeah. 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 That's it. Weed's not a drug. No, it's a no. weed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So the, like the lack of party supplies and even like you said, beer's expensive out there so you're not yeah. out partying also you don't have like a lot of friends to right get drunk with yeah so but it it was like you weren't addicted to that you're just like it was almost a relaxing um cleanse from that world yeah and having people to influence you to get yeah. fucked up with yeah i mean yeah partying is cool but like it turns into a lifestyle kind of too where you're like like just being here this week you see all your friends and they're yeah. they have a beer and then they're like, do you want a beer? And then yeah. before you know it, you've had five beers. And you're like, dude, I'm, I'm drunk again. I was just drunk last night. Right. You know? Peer pressure, man. Yeah. It's really that. It's yeah. that uh, good, uh, bad company. Yeah, pr- good product morals. to your environment type of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, if everyone's doing it, it's really hard to like, just turn it off. Dude, if, when you're in Cincinnati, home of the heathens. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to ruin, you're going to get corrupted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, look at Pete Rose and Jerry Springer. Yeah. What's that other dude's name? Larry Flint. Larry Bunch Flint. Of fucking heathens. Um, the National. I mm-hmm. heard those guys are dicks. Probably do drugs. Nick Lachey's a real fuck. Dude, I really what, a, don't know what a great businessman, though. Yeah, I really don't know much about him. Yeah, he probably doesn't do drugs. Nah. No. Yeah, Jessica Simpson wouldn't have liked that. Or maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why they got divorced. I'm just thinking about Jessica Simpson. She's hot. She's still hot, man. Yeah. She'll always be hot. Yeah, she just like she gained a bunch of weight and I was like even more into it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. I think she looks good. Yeah. I don't doubt it. What are we talking about? Uh oh, good company. Yeah. Bad yeah. company corrupts good morals. Yeah. So, but I mean, do you find do you feel like who are your friends in LA now? Have you made friends? Are you still kind of uh a wolf out there? I got friend like I got a girlfriend, she's really cool, like I'm mainly hanging out with her. Yeah. Um, I got comedian friends and they're kind of just like, you know, comedy friends. It's like, there's a, we have a show together. Like we do a show together. We kind of kick it, but I'm not really like, I'm not really trying to like go have a bunch of friends. I'm kind of just like there yeah, to get the job done. And then, then I'll fuck, then I'll start partying again. Yeah. It's like, um, you're business minded. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, like I'm there for a reason. I'm not just like, yeah, like all my family and friends are here. So it's like, obviously I miss them, but like, I want to get to business out there so I can like come back here more often and hang out. Dude, that's, that's what it, that's any sort of like cycle you get in of monotony and complacency, which it can be anything for anyone. But yeah. that sort of like, I got into a habit of just every night I go out and I do drugs and get drunk. Yeah. And you're not, it, it's cutting into productivity time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and I feel that way too. A lot of times I'm like, I need to make sure, and also I need to make sure I'm having fun and doing things that I want to do. Yeah. But you got to make sure that you're, it's, it's like, do you set goals for yourself? Yeah. Like every day or do you just like long-term you're like, I'm, I'm going to call this guy, try to get this show going. And it's both things. Like I have like a thing in my phone where it's like, you know, like message these people on Facebook or like, uh, do get it. Yeah. Get a show going, do this audition. Yeah. But then it's also, yeah. Like long-term I have short and long-term. Yeah. But that's, that's what it is, man. If yeah. it's, you're like looking at that phone, looking at these things that you've set up yeah, and things you're trying to accomplish, it gives you that accountability. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it just kind of turn, it can just kind of turn into anything. Like if you don't have a goal. Yeah. What are you doing? Dude. Yeah. You just, you can't, like you said, like you wrote a book, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you said, you gotta do, you, a lot of people get stuck at the point where like, oh, what if I do this book and no one reads it? Yeah. Then you did a thing. Yeah. You, you wrote a book. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've now written a book. Right. And you're now a writer. You can yeah. write. You've done it before. You have that experience. Yeah. So you like cross that off the list or like, yeah. I, I had another one I'm trying to write now. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, after you do it, one, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Do it one I time. Do. You do it again. Like you build a, a rhythm and. Dude, I just bought a book. It's called The Power of Habit. Oh, I am, I've read that. You have? I think so. Okay, I am. I'm hype on it. Do you remember anything from it? From well, it? Can I see the cover? Do you have yeah. it like real close? Yellow. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. No? No. Oh, damn it. Just pretend you read it. Yeah, yeah. No, I read that, dude. That's a good book. Yeah, okay. Great, great, great. I'm so, I'm <laughs> hype on reading it. But it's, I have all I've read is the title. And here's what and I've And that learned. got you. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. It had good iTunes or, or uh, whatever, Amazon reviews. Yeah. So it's like, all right, this is gonna, this is gonna change my life. Yeah. But it's that, man. Yeah. Habits. Yeah, we're creatures of habits. So like, if you, if you don't have a goal, it's like your habits can turn into anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, you can just be like the Netflix. You like always watch Netflix. But if you have a habit, you're like, no, nah, dude, I, I don't have time for this shit. Like I never watch TV anymore. Dude, Netflix is the, like it is, it is modern day sloth. Yeah. It's, it's the, the devil's the work. Yeah, it is. I, it, if I do watch Netflix, it takes me an hour to sift through all the shit just to find the one thing. And I'm like, I guess this will like suffice my needs for the moment. Yeah. I'd rather just have TV be like, watch this right now. Yeah, this is it. This yeah. is what's happening. Yeah, there's too much shit out there. Yeah, and that's and but it's people's like people are like, oh, I just want to watch Netflix. I'm like, no, like, do I want to? It's such a waste. Like you said, you're like sifting through bullshit that you yeah. don't even want to watch. Yeah, and you're like, oh well, it'll be an it hour was good later. When it started, like there was like great documentaries, and now they're just like all the same. Like all the documentaries are just like replicas of the other documentaries yeah young girl gets into porn yeah you jack off seen it yeah mm -hmm. there's a weed one seen all like seen it you seen yeah. one you seen them all yeah 
No, it, and it's but it's that habit of like this is easy. Yeah. It's habitual. It's like there are people I know. They're just like, "Oh yeah, I get home and I like eat dinner yeah. and hang out with my roommates and watch Netflix." Yeah. Every damn night. Yeah. I'm like, "Man, but again, that's their truth. That's them, you know?" But Yeah, we're all trying to escape something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever helps you escape. Yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to escape? Fuck, dude. I don't I, everything, I guess. The world's sick. It's a sick world. I think it's a good world. I don't know. I feel like it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy, but I think you can't... I don't watch the news. Because the news's job is to say, look at this sick f***ing world. Yeah. For your amusement. Yeah. And I, I really believe that everyone's good. And I believe people are misunderstood. I feel like we're just at a really interesting time, though. Like... Before I came, I was on Facebook and there was this Facebook live thing where they're like in North Dakota, they're trying to put that pipeline through. Right. And now all of a sudden, like the army's there and like people are getting like beat up and arrested and like they're still protesting like this pipeline. And it's like, it doesn't really, like it's scary to me because it is like, why would you guys want to do that? Or like, yeah, obviously those people that live there don't like it. Right. But it's like are you supposed to be aware of that or are you, are you not supposed to like, it doesn't really affect me. I'm sure it does in a way like it point, it pollutes the country. I don't know what, right. The whole thing, but it's you like, probably benefit from it in a way. Yeah. It's yeah. It's probably good and bad in, in a certain way. Like however you want to look at it. Right. But it's like, if you don't know about it, is that, is that good or is that bad? Like news is bad. I hate the news, right? but it is like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but, I can't change it. I'm not going to protest it. And it's not your job to change it, Shelby. I know. It's not your job to, like, watch the news and then fix everything or feel like shit because you're not fixing it. I know. It's, you got to, you're a good guy. You got to trust yourself. I know. But then it's also, like, if we're, if we're not talking about it, do the bad, like, not the bad guys, but, like, yeah, do we, the people, lose to the big guy again? Yeah, I know. It's like that. It's like an age-old question. I don't know yeah, what the answer is, but yeah. you can't. I, I, what I really think is like, don't change the world. You can't change the world, but you can change other people. You have a life that you live every day, and you encounter circumstances and decisions that you have to make. All right, and you have to make the best decision you can with the life that you're living. Right. And if at some point, I think the good Lord, God Almighty, if he convicts you enough or whatever you want to call God to be like, dude, you got to go up there and rescue those Indian reservations that are being like dug up and have shitty water. Yeah. You're going to do it. You know? Yeah. You're going to try. Right. That's yeah, how I, I know feel. that's not like my mission or like my conviction or like anything like that but it's like yeah there's just everyone has like so much stuff they're fighting for now and it's like what do we pay attention to and what do we it's just like what is important you You know there's just so much information how involved do i get in other people's right like i just want to do comedy and tell jokes right but at a certain point too i'm like but if if we're all just like on this mission you're like oh i want to be a whatever a poker player and this other guy wants to be a comedian and then it's like well, that's two dudes that aren't paying attention to the world. And then it kind of like trans like transfers into this. 
Yeah, it's that. It's um, it's like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There are all these people, yeah, who are not getting their lowest level of needs met. Yeah, and we're up here trying to self actualize and be like poker players and yeah. comedians. We're like, oh, I'm gonna be an artist while other people yeah. are starving, like dying, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think if anything, what it can do for you is give you the perspective to understand that you being living in Venice and like living on the beach and making it as a comedian doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. You have all of your lower needs met. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, when you break it down, nothing matters. Like it doesn't. Even if I go up there and fight, like still there's going to be the army. They're going to be like, dude, if we don't want you here, we'll kill you. Yeah, you don't stand a chance, man. Yeah, yeah. You have a tank? No, do you? No. <laughs> right, I know. So I don't go. <laughs> right, right. Because they'll shoot me I don't have a tank. gun. I don't have body armor. Yeah, I might man. have one lighter at home. Right. That's about all the weapons I have. Yeah, you're not, you're dead. I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. No. What are you going to do? Just right. like, hey, guys, knock it off. Right. Maybe leave these people alone. Yeah. Maybe give them clean water. Yeah. Guys, stop it. Yeah. Just go over there and do that. Enough's enough. Yeah. See, but okay, also, I want to tell you this. Another thing is, like I said, the news is entertainment. The news is job is to oh, get yeah. people talking and just like fear monger and make everything seem way different than it is. Yeah. It's to give you a story, it's right. to entertain you. So keep in mind, when you read that article on South Dakota, you're being shown a point of view and you're not getting, and this sounds cheesy, but. The point of this podcast, it's called The Anecdotal Experience, is to get one person's perspective and how they actually experience something and not what the news gets and tells someone else's story. Right. So if we were to get someone from South Dakota on and be like, hey, what's what's actually going on up there? Yeah. It could be a different story. Right. No, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, it doesn't affect me, but like when I see it, I'm just like, I don't want to be blind to other things that are going on. But there's so much going on. So it just pollutes your brain. It's like, dude, just write some funny jokes. Yeah. Distract yourself. Yeah. 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 We're all running. Yeah. But yeah. I think that is like my escape is like sometimes I, I like to watch conspiracy videos oh, and like love, stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, I could talk about 9-11 all day long. Like, I don't know what happened. I know what I think what happened, what happened or whatever. And it's like, that's Tower my two. escape. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, the, the man, like fu- the man just fucking everyone over all the time. Like, that's my escape. And it is bad, because then it, like, makes you a little darker. You're like, oh, here we go. Now they're fucking putting a pipeline in. First, they're going to fly some planes into some buildings. What next? So you're a cynic now. Trying, I'm not, but I I am. There's, you're fighting the cynic inside. Yeah, yeah. What, wait, but you're saying, watching, like, 9-11 Truth or documentaries is a distraction still from something else? Or maybe it's just entertainment. Like, that's like... Yeah. I'd rather watch a 9-11 video than watch, like, Friends or, like, a Seinfeld rerun. I'd rather be like, what? let's get another angle. Like, let's... I think that's a... Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. Yeah. If I were to, if I were to like, psychoanalyze what you're doing... Yeah. I think it's just your friends. You just find it more interesting than Friends. Yeah. But it's distracting you from something else. Yeah. You know? But we all have to, yeah, kind of, like, go and distract ourselves, like get a little entertainment somehow whatever it may be yeah i can feel i don't know i have moments where i'm like doing something to distract myself and i can like feel it in my brain yeah i can feel like the thing that i'm anxious or preoccupied with yeah that i have to deal with 
if I watch like an episode of Shark Tank, all of a sudden it'll like Shark Tank will eclipse it, and it feels so good. Yeah, and that's my, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, we just do. We just do it. But I mean, I'll say like you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you're if you're doing something productive to distract yourself. Like you said, yeah, you know, you're like, I'm doing jokes, I'm doing comedy, I'm writing books. Yeah. But maybe it's only to distract myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're all, what are we, what are we trying to distract ourselves from? Just like dying, I guess, or, you know, I think so. I think we're all kind of, I think I want to be famous and I want to be worshiped because I, it may, I'm afraid of death and I'm afraid of, I need immortality. You know what I yeah, mean? And then you might, someone might remember you and be like, all right, that was, he was a good guy. Right. Yeah. I think that's it, but it doesn't really resonate with me, but I've been told that's it. Yeah. That's why we all kind of want to be rock stars. Yeah. Or like, do you think that's why people have kids? So they'll, they're like, well, that's a piece of me. And then they, <sighs> I've then they're kind that. of immortal. I've heard that. And that's, I think that's a, like a biological and evolutionary thing that people say. Yeah. And it doesn't really connect with me. Yeah. Do you feel that way? I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. The only reason I would want to have a kid just so I could be like, what? It's like an experiment. Like, What's what he gonna can you teach like? his kid? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I tell him all the stuff that I know, what does that do? Like, what, you know, what does that kid turn into? Okay. Just like, is your curious guy, man. Yeah. That's what it is. But that's why I don't want to have a kid too. Cause I'm like, what if I just start speaking gibberish to this kid? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, started barking at him and I'm like, dude. You're responsible for that. Right, right. You turned it's, your kid into a dog. Right. <laughs> right. A gibberish speaking dog. Right. right. It's yeah. like, that's no way to be a dad. It's not. Yeah. You're a bad dad. <laughs> right. Don't have children. Bad dog, bad dad. Bad, yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. That's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Just think about your own motivations for what you're trying to do in your life. Yeah. You can analyze it enough to think, okay, I wrote a book. Why? Why did I do that? You know? Yeah. What what was I trying to accomplish? Like, oh, I started a show. Yeah. Like, I think for me, when I, I, I'll have moments in my life where I'm like, oh, here it is. This feels good. I did something. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's all, it's like a literal moment in time where yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I worked hard and I accomplished a goal and this feels good. Yeah. No, you know? totally. Yeah. There's like no payoff to some stuff like. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like doing an open mic, there's like no payoff. I mean, you get better at comedy. Yeah. But it's like you you still accomplish something. Like that's on your your list for the day or the week, and you're like, yeah, I did a show. All right. You, I, dude, there's payoff doing a you know crummy open mic. Yeah. Let's say there's, let's say there's. It smells like spaghetti up in here. Do you guys smell that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, smells good. <laughs> um, yeah. I I think, let's say you do like crummy open mic. All right. And you crush, though. You're, you're, like, riffing stuff. It's super funny. Yeah. You're just having a good time. And you get off stage. You're going to feel like a million bucks. Yeah. It doesn't matter in the long term. But whatever you'd done to get you to the point where you could write those jokes and make a bunch of people laugh, like... You're going to get a thrill from that. You're going to experience good old-fashioned joy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, the payoff is also... I mean, yeah, there's something to be learned, whether the open mic's good or bad. You're like, all right, don't do that again. Or yeah. like, dude, that let's do that every time. Yeah. 
but that and that's part of it it's like i think the i don't know what about this i'm gonna throw this at you lay it on me all right life is about taking risks and failing over and over again and being miserable but trying learning like you said from your mistakes from your shitty open mics yeah learning getting better and suffering until you reach the goal you were trying to achieve originally yeah dude yeah suffering is like the king kind of like without the pain you don't really have the joy like yeah you can't have that joy yeah i think you look at a like a justin bieber who didn't have to come up yeah it was just like you know he got it pretty quickly yeah he was given it all yeah he's never gonna really be grateful for everything he has now yeah people say he's like a real piece of shit kid right and it's not his fault no i mean if that was i would do the same thing yeah yeah we all would yeah you don't develop uh you don't develop as a person right it's not yeah you don't you gotta suffer man yeah if i was like doing comedy but i was like the beaver of comedy Mm -hmm. at his age i would be the worst like yeah, no I don't even know what I would do, you know? Yeah. You're the king of the world. Right. It's over. Yeah. You won. You've right. won already. Right. Game's over. Right. Now what? You just have to OD at that point. You're like, dude. Dude. If you have all the drugs and women, it's like... You did it. Right, right. It's over, man. Peace, dog. <laughs> you never... It's it's, uh, it's cheat codes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, he's in the, it's the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know what Bieber is. He's probably. You're a conspiracy guy. All day. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. No, but yeah, man. Bieber is interesting because it is like, how did that even happen? It just There's better singers probably. Um, Dude, actually, he was pretty talented. He was a, he's a prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, you know, I think he was just blessed, man. And he, I think his mom, and he was at, and I think a lot of just right place, right time, dude. Yeah. And it. I wouldn't trade my place for him. Nah. You know? Yeah. Because we're like, we're dudes that have suffered. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've had that pain. What'd you say? Suffering's king? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you got to feel, the, you got to live the pain. Like if you're not, if you're not hurting, are you even living, you know? Because then you can't <sighs> truly be happy. You can't really appreciate when a day is like a great day. You can't just be like, this is. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like every day is every the same. Every day is sunny. Right. Like LA, it's just like hard to appreciate the weather because it's like every day is 75 degrees. Yeah. But like it's boring. here, it's yeah. like, yeah, some days it'll be 90, some days it'll be 35. And then you get that like 68 degree day and you're like, oh, dude, this is a nice day. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude. Totally. Oh, man. That's what it is, dude. Yeah. It's um, it's like listening to, like Bob Dylan, you hear him sing and you're like, mm, this guy, seen some stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just like so sad. Yeah. Or like Ryan Adams or something. I don't know. I listen to it. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. talk about your suffering, dude. Like when you you talk about like comedy or any sort of suffering you've had where you're like. This was low. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I had a pretty good life for for most of it. And then, like, went to college. Yeah. Uh, I went to college, like, took a year off. 
Then I moved to Chicago. Uh-huh. And I kept, I went to college again after that. And then I took, I was taking this screenwriting class and this dude was like, you suck. And I was like, fuck you. And I dropped the class. Wait, who's was just a guy in the class? The teacher was like, oh. this sucks. And my whole thing, like, I love Adam Sandler movies. Or at the time I was like, Happy Gilmore, fucking Great Billy film. Madison, you're yeah. not topping this. So that's that was my angle. I was like, dude, dick jokes, fart jokes. Yeah. That's funny to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was writing. And this guy's like, This isn't this isn't good. This isn't uh I don't know, whatever film is this isn't a film noir or like anything beautiful. It's like right. hey dude, I'm funny, I'm trying to be funny. Like this is, I'm not trying to be a criterion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to make an epic film. I'm trying to make what Rotten Tomatoes would probably rank as a terrible movie. I'm right. Like, yeah. How did it affect you when he said, you suck? Well, I was like, dude, I'm, I dropped the class because I was like, what's the point? I'm not going to take advice from some guy that doesn't respect what I'm trying to do. Because like, you're a teacher. You're not, probably not like super good. Those who can't do. Yeah. 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 Like, who are you, dude? So I dropped it and then uh, I, I didn't even know this was happening, but I guess like all my student loans got sent back to whoever, Wells Fargo or whatever yeah. the fuck. And uh, I had one semester left at Columbia. So I went to go register and they're like, you can't register. There's a hold. So I go in there and I'm like, what, what's up? And they're like, you have, you owe us $9,000. And I was like, for what? And they were like, well, you dropped a class and it took you below part-time or full-time or I don't know oh, the stipulations. Some bullshit, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, so in order to register, you have to pay $9,000 up front. And I was like, well, I don't have $9,000. That's why I took out a loan for $9,000 in the first place. Yeah. And uh, so I couldn't finish school. And I was like staying in Chicago for a bit. And I was like, I was like working. And I was like, dude, this is just not really cutting it. Like I can't pay my student loan bills and work and do comedy and like, you know, live the life I'm trying to live. Yeah. So I moved back to Cincinnati and like everything's cool at first. I started working at like this place, TQL. And I was like, they were paying like $35,000 a year. Okay. And I was like, this is good money for me. I was like, I'll take 35. Like right. I can pay some stuff off while yeah. I'm living in my parents' house. And I got like fired on my birthday. I'd only oh, been there shit. for like three months. And I was like, dude, this fucking blows. Why'd you get fired? Just because I didn't really, I wasn't good at it. Like oh, okay. I wasn't a guy that could sit at a desk and a computer got it for eight to ten hours a day okay so they were like you're gone and i was like fuck you know and then like that's kind of like when i started smoking all the pot and like watching conspiracy videos because i was like dude nothing else i don't know what like because i was i didn't have a job so i was like there's nothing good on tv anymore like i was just kind of depressed and bummed you're looking for a distraction from the fact that you're like i have no money coming in i have a shit or even just like answers to like Actually, I guess I got to take that back. So, like, I didn't have a job. I was just hanging out. And then it was, like, 9-11, like, whatever year that was, 2010. And everyone's, like, posting all this stuff. And I, like, was looking up, like, the national anthem or something. I was going to play it in my room. And then I typed in something. And then I found this movie, Loose Change. Oh, yeah, great film. Yeah. And then that kind of just, like, I went down the rabbit hole after I saw that. I was, like, because I thought it was, like, obviously terrorists. And then I saw that movie, and I was, like, whoa, it's obviously the government or whatever, you know, it's obviously not what they, what the news said it was. Right. And then I just started getting into all this shit and I couldn't get a job. Like all these loan companies are calling me and I just fucking just like, I just kind of like, I don't know. You just die? Just roll over, give up? Kind of died. Yeah. Like, no, I went to the bin, Looney bin a couple of times because I wanted 
to just be like, dude, this is pointless. Like, I, I mean, it's, I can't really explain it because it was just like a weird. Wait, why you went to the bin and you were yeah, like. I wanted to, I wanted to die like a couple of times. I tried to like kill myself. Yeah. But I was, cause I was like, what's the point of this? Like I'm 25 or 24. I don't have a kid. I don't, I try to go to college. Like everyone told me. Because everyone in high school was like, if you go to college, you'll make a million dollars more in your lifetime yeah. than those who don't. And everyone said that. And I was like, I trusted all these teachers and like parents and like friends. And I was like, dude, I got to go to college. Like I want a million dollars. And now I owe like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And like, I owe a house and I don't have a house. I'm living with my parents, you know? You just felt like overwhelmed yeah. and like kind of like, betrayed by the system I get or like you had resentment towards something towards everything that I'd kind of knew up until that point everything was great up until like yeah that moment where they were like dude you can't you can't go to school anymore and I was like dude I'm about to be done yeah let me finish let me get the fuck out of here dude yeah so there there's just like that was the lowest point where you and in all honesty though it's 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 the trees through the forest, man. Like you're trying to kill yourself because you think I can't escape. I'm trapped. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But look at you now. No, now it's great. But I didn't see that. Like I was like, yeah, I'll never leave my parents' house. Right. I'll never like, I couldn't even like have a date. I was so poor. I couldn't even like, if I liked a chick, I couldn't even be like, do you want to go on a date? I'm like, all this money's going to the fucking bank. I got to got this debt. I got to pay. Yeah, you're just, you're drowning. Yeah, and my parents were, like, losing their house at the same time. And it was just, like, I just didn't really understand life at that point. Like, I just, yeah, it just felt like everything was just, like, dude, I don't even, I can't even really explain it. It was just, like, yeah, I don't know. That's how I, that's why I'm so deep into conspiracies, too, because I'm just, like, it's not just so cut and dry. It's not just go to school, get married, have a baby, yeah, and die. It's, like, I don't know, we're programmed to, like, to go to school we're programmed probably not to have babies but like the whole thing is like i don't know i don't really know how to explain it it's hard it's like one of these things i just kind of can't talk about okay i think i know what you're saying yeah it's you think there's some sort of conspiracy because you felt like you were betrayed by like a social norm that was created and it was and you were so betrayed by it that you think some sort of higher power is out there too. Yeah, I mean, I think with the school thing. Yeah. I mean, in, in Europe, a lot of uh, college is free. Like everyone goes to college for free. Yeah. And then like with my parents with the housing thing, it's like they did this to people, like a lot of poor people. They were like, yeah. hey, you guys should take out these other, other loans on yeah, your house. And it's like, they say they didn't know it was going to happen and maybe they didn't, but also like, you had to see that coming. You had it, and you also knew you were totally fucking raping poor people. Dude, it's you're selling a dream. Yeah, and you're telling someone. It, yeah, the whole thing was a dream. That's it, man. Because they tell you, hey, you need this. Yeah, you deserve this. Yeah, buy this. Yeah, you can't afford it, but you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. It's America. It's consumerism. Yeah, totally. yeah. And you need it. It's like your neighbor has it. You need a house. Right. You can buy it. You deserve it. You're good. Yeah. Like when you're like in college, you're like, you don't consider being like 30 and like living in an apartment. You're like, when I'm 30, I'm going to have a couple suits and I'm going to have a house and I'm yeah. going to have a Toyota. 
Because I'm good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm worth it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're buying into yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, so they hype it up so much. Yeah. It's a promise. Yeah. Nobody thinks, how am I going to get that suit? Right. How do I actually get it? Or even do you even really want that suit? Like, do you want to be the guy that goes yeah. to work and like wears a suit every day? But then you just know that that means you're successful in some way. You have like Italian shoes and a suit. And you're like, you're obviously important. You know, right. Once you get there, you're like, oh wait, I don't like it. I don't. I, I'm very uncomfortable. Right, my right. Clothing. Right now, I don't own any suits, and I don't even want a suit. Like, I'm not a suit guy. Yeah, I don't know where I'd wear one. Right. Yeah. Even for weddings, I'm like, no, nah, I don't really need to wear a suit. I might wear like a button up. I'm pretty underdressed at weddings, man. Yeah. Yeah. I wear like a tie, and I'm. I'm like, this is all you get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's. When did you? I want to talk about how did you come out of that, man? Dude, I think that was just kind of the van. Like I was at, at Go Bananas. Yeah. Uh, just working there, cooking French fries. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I can't cook French fries forever. I got to stop doing this. Like I was on food stamps for a bit. Mm-hmm. I was on disability for a while because I was like, I kind of snapped, dude. I was like, I can't. Yeah. I can't really like, I don't know. I couldn't do shit. Yeah. I just kind of gave up. So I was like. I just kind of escaped in the van. And now I'm like happy all the time, smile. Like I'm actually like, it's the world's actually pretty great. It's like, you're going to hit, Dude. you got to, that's the suffering thing. Like you got to hit rock bottom and then kind of bounce back up. Like, I'm not saying you have to try to kill yourself, but like you have to hurt. And yeah. now I'm happy as fuck. I've never been happier in my entire life. But at like five years ago, if you would have been like, how are you? I'd have been like, Dude, just f- fucking kill me you know what yeah. I mean yeah dude so it it's granting you that perspective and I that's you know what I mean like escaping and yeah. realizing like oh man I was in a gross cycle yeah in the cycle like killing myself yeah dude yeah I mean it was I, my dad was depressed for a while and they don't mind me saying maybe it will I don't know but he uh, but he got like he's not a he's never drank, never done anything. But doctor put him on Xanax, and just him taking like a couple pills one time was enough for him to break out of that state of mind. Nice, and that's you know what I mean. Yeah. So whatever you got to do to realize that trees are the forest, man. Yeah. No, yeah. But some people can't. Some people never get back up. Like some people. That's I mean that's great that he, you know, is, pop back up. Yeah. Because it's hard to break that downward spiral. Yeah, you don't know where to go. Yeah. You don't know how to get out of it. But once you're, I mean, once you're out of it, you can, you can look back and say like, oh man, it wasn't that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. But the way you felt was so bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can never do anything. I I was like, I can't even do comedy. Like I can't afford, gas was like $4 a gallon. I was like, I can't go waste four dollars on a gallon of gas to get to this thing i was like yeah that's going towards whatever yeah you gotta you know feel like there's no enjoyment money yeah it's like dude i can't take that girl out yeah can't blow 60 bucks on a night right you kidding me yeah dude yeah and you have to everything costs everything costs man yeah thank god for bankruptcy dude yeah. I mean, that's probably super helpful. Yeah. Just the relief. No, that, yeah, that totally changed the game for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's tight, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because like now I don't. All my I have like one credit card. The interest is like twenty percent. I try to buy. Yeah. I try to buy a Prius for like Lyft. Yeah. And the interest is like twenty percent, and then it got taken away. So I'm still like super poor, but like. But the debt, dude. Right. There's no one's calling me like. I'm lucky yeah. it just wasn't 1910 where people were like breaking your legs. Yeah. Like that bankruptcy, mm-hmm. you just kind of push a button fire, and you yeah. start over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's like, I'm happy for you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a game changer. Hopefully no one else has to file bankruptcy, but it is a breath of fresh air. I bet. It's got to be such a relief. Yeah. Man. We, we got to do comedy. Yeah. We got a show to do. Yeah. Plug your stuff, man. Not much to plug. Uh, I got a book. It's called Reggie. It's about my dick. <laughs> right. Wait, don't you have a... You got Reggie. But then... Yeah. there I read a... There was a YouTube video. Yeah, I just wrote this children's book. It's yes. called uh, The Child's Guide to Growing Up. And it's kind of just like a... It's dark. It's kind of dark. It's kind of like some shit that... Yeah, I went through that maybe... I don't know. Like if someone... No one ever tells you when you're a kid, they're like you're going to file bankruptcy when you're 27. So it's just like yeah. all the stuff that happens to you growing up that you would never tell your kid, you know, you have a kid and you're like, Oh, it's, it's great. Life's great. You're going to be a baseball player and right. then it's, you're going to be the best. Yeah. So it's just kind of like an honest look at growing is up. It, it's pretty autobiographical, isn't it? Some of the stuff is yeah. like pretty real. And then some of the stuff is just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like my, it says my parents are swingers. My parents aren't swingers, but right. like, I thought that was funny to like move in with your parents, and then they're like, that. "There's like this orgy going on." I was like, "That's funny. That's comedy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember what I remember like reading, like not reading it, but yeah. I watched that video, man. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> this is not meant for children." Yeah, it's yeah. ironically for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make another children's book with uh, Jake Free. He's the guy that drew all the stuff. Oh yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it might not be as dark. It might just be more funny. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Kids books are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I liked watching that, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You got a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, I don't really... I was doing that five-week film challenge with those guys. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't put stuff up too much. But I do kind of want to... People want to know more who you active. are. Yeah, and that's the only way these days. Yeah. What's the channel name? Uh, it's just Joe Shelby. Cool. I think. One word? I, th- I don't know. I really don't. I could look it up. All right. I really don't know. It's really not important. There's not a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, but people people hear this and then they're like, I want to see what this guy is all about, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, The like I said, the one book is about my dick, so it's not really dark. It's more like life Huge. through the perspective of a penis. Yeah, just Joe Shelby. Cool. Yeah. And then I'm other shit coming out at some point, so just be on the look. Sweet. All right. Anything else? Nah, take it easy, guys. All right. See you, Joe. See ya. Bye. <laughs>